Hello, this is Kota from Against Japanism Podcast. Today, instead of presenting a full episode, I'm going to play a short clip featuring Pat, who is a migrant worker and trans woman from the Philippines who is temporarily released from migrant detention in Japan. She is in a desperate need of financial assistance due to strict conditions imposed on her and many other migrants like her. By the Japanese state, which make it virtually impossible for her to survive without the assistance from her friends and supporters. In this clip, you will hear Pat explaining her current situation and the purpose of her fundraiser, as well as a message to her supporters in English and Japanese. Before I play the clip, I want to take some time to give you the context of this campaign and the situation Pat is in. As a content warning, I want to let you all know that the rest of this episode includes instances of transphobia, anti migrant racism, death, and suicide. Pat, also known as Patochan by her Japanese supporters, came to Japan in January 2015 to spend time with her father, who was diagnosed with terminal cancer. He passed away in 2017. Although her visa expired and she became undocumented, Pat continued to live in Japan for a number of years, working at a bento shop. In July 2019, she was stopped by a police officer who asked for her identification and was arrested when the officer found out she was undocumented. She was detained by the Immigration Services Agency of Japan, known as the Nukan in Japanese. For 15 months until she was granted provisional release in October 2020. To give you a further context, in Japan, migrants and refugees can be detained indefinitely without charge or trial at the discretion of the new Khan. Ever since she was arrested in July 2019, she has been battling efforts to deport her back to the Philippines. As she fears that she will face more discrimination as a trans person in the Philippines than in Japan. While Japan is far from being a safe haven for LGBTQ people, her fear is well founded. The Philippine government under Rodrigo Duterte has yet to pass the Sexual Orientation and Gender Identity Expression Equality Bill, also known as SOGI Bill. And continues to crack down on LGBTQ activists. Last September 2020, Duterte pardoned a United States Marine, Scott Pemberton, who was convicted for murdering Jennifer Laude, a trans Filipina, in 2014, indicating the Philippine government's utter disregard for the rights of trans people. During her incarceration in Japan, Pat was severely isolated and treated inhumanely by the Nukan staff. They denied her access to healthcare and proper dosage of hormone necessary for her transition process, and her physical and mental health deteriorated as a result. They also called her derogatory names for trans and queer people. Her repeated requests for provisional release were denied, and she was kept in a solitary confinement. Typically reserved for punishment, 
as if her gender identity is a crime to be punished. She was also deprived of her free time, as the new Khan was only allowing her to leave her cell two hours per day, compared to six hours allowed for other detainees. Furthermore, she was deprived of her right to privacy, as the new Khan staff watched her while she showered. In response to this dire situation, a group of activists in Japan came together to organize a campaign to demand her release, which developed into an international campaign involving progressive Japanese and Filipino organizations in the diaspora. I helped organize a local campaign here in Toronto as well, with two organizations that I'm a member of. One is Japanese Canadians for Social Justice. And the other is Canada Philippine Solidarity Organization, as well as our comrades from Anakabayan Toronto, which is an overseas chapter of a comprehensive national democratic mass organization of Filipino youth fighting to liberate the Philippines from the yoke of imperialism, semi feudalism, and bureaucratic capitalism. We also collaborated with Bahag Hali. The National Democratic Organization of Militant and Anti Imperialist Members of the LGBTQ in the Philippines. However, while our campaign inside and outside Japan did lead to Pat's release from detention, her situation is only a tip of the iceberg. Hundreds of other migrant detainees are still languishing in immigration detention centers across Japan. Deprived of their basic rights and dignity as human beings. Too many of them have died. At least 16 detainees have been reported to have died since 2007, some of them committing suicide after being separated from their families and communities, being treated as criminals for purely administrative reasons, and being subjected to constant physical and verbal abuse by the new Kent officials. And not knowing whether or when they will be released. Just last month on March 6, the new Khan in Nagoya took a life of another migrant, Rotanayake Riniage Wishma Sandamari from Sri Lanka. Considering this situation, the fact that Pat came out of there alive and that she's still with us today is a victory in and of itself. But being on provisional release, or karihomen in Japanese, does not mean that she is free. In Japan, migrant detainees who are on provisional release do not have valid residency permit, and they cannot work or have access to health insurance. On top of that, they cannot leave the prefecture they live in without the new Khan's approval. And they have to check in with the new Khan regularly to renew the conditions of their provisional release. At any point, their provisional release can be revoked and they can be put back into detention. So, while being outside of detention centers is undoubtedly better than being inside, being on provisional release is still very far from leading a dignified, normal life. That Japanese citizens get to enjoy. Now, with the worsening COVID 19 pandemic and the rising unemployment, the situation is even direr than before. 
Many migrant workers lost their jobs and are facing deportation back to their home countries. Thousands of migrants and refugee applicants like Pat are left to fend for themselves or die without the support of migrant justice organizations like POSSE and many others that are working with migrant communities on the ground. To add an insult to this injury, the Japanese state, which represents the interest of big banks, corporations, billionaires, millionaires, as well as the police, military, and the new Khan itself, is planning to amend the already draconian immigration laws to further criminalize migrants and make it easier to deport them. So I want to emphasize that Pat's situation is not an isolated incident. What she is experiencing is shared by many other working class migrants like her who are victimized by the unjust immigration system. Furthermore, Japan is not only closing its doors to asylum seekers by accepting less than 1% of refugee applicants per year and profiting enormously from the super exploitation of migrant labor through programs like the technical trainee program. Japan is also responsible for creating and recreating the very conditions in which people from poorer nations are forced to migrate in search of work or to escape from war, depression, and discrimination. Despite being a supposedly democratic country and its recent denunciation of human rights abuses in China, Japan openly supports repressive regimes like Turkey under Tayyip Erdogan committing genocide against the Kurdish people, the Israeli occupation colonizing and displacing Palestinians from their homeland, and the Duterte regime of the Philippines criminalizing activists and condoning violence against LGBTQ people. Through its military-industrial complex and through its close collaboration with the U.S. imperialism that is causing wars and proxy wars globally. Meanwhile, Japanese corporations continue to profit from cheap raw materials and labor power extracted from countries of the global south, aiding the systematic underdevelopment of these countries for the benefits of itself and other countries of the global north. So, while it's crucially important to campaign against the exploitative, exclusionary, and punitive Japanese immigration system, our criticism needs to be filtered through materialist class analysis and an understanding of the international situation, specifically the world system of capitalist imperialism as the root cause of mass migration and displacement. With that said, I'm going to play a message from Pat. After you listen to it, and if you have extra money to spare, please head over to the show note for further information about how you can donate. Currently, Pat and her supporters in Japan are raising funds through two platforms. One is through GoFundMe page, and the other is through Facebook. You will find the links to both platforms in the show note. Big heartfelt thank you in advance to Pat for sharing her stories with us, and thanks to all the listeners for listening. Without further ado, 
Here is Pat and her urgent appeal for financial assistance. Thank you so much for taking your time, Pat. Can you explain your situation and why you want people to donate and how is the money people are going to donate will help you? Uh, right now, I'm currently at home in Chiba Prefecture. I was being released as Karihome last October 6, 2020. But as of the moment, I cannot work. I cannot even apply for health insurance. So as of this moment, I'm on, you know, I'm currently in the state of mental illness. And when I go to a hospital, it, you know, it will take a lot of money because I don't have health insurance and I don't have money to expense with because I'm currently cannot work. I cannot leave the Chiba prefecture because being and you cannot work. You should be only at your um, prefecture. As of this moment, I'm in Chiba. So that's why I cannot work. I cannot earn my own money. If someone will want to help me, it will be a good thing. It means a lot to me. And I'm also using the money for hormonal therapy also. And basic needs. Do you also have to check in with Nukan? Like once in a while, like once a month, or yeah, you actually like if they told you to visit like every two months, you should be there, and they're gonna like interview you. You're gonna have interview. This was like you know interrogation, like that, and they're gonna sometimes they told you to just go back to your own country, something like that. Wow. Yeah, or maybe if the bad things, the worst thing may happen, they're gonna put you back inside. Mm. Yeah, there's some worst case scenario like that. Do you wanna send a message to your supporters who have supported you so far and um, also the future supporters? I just want to thank all the people who supports me, the people who donates and helps me until now. It really means a lot to me. And yeah, I'll be using the currently money for the donations for everything wisely. Ahay gozaimasu. Ano, minasan, ima made wa, ano, あの、
使うんですよね。あの、病院とか、訪問とか、食べ物とかいるいるんですよね。だから、あ皆さんは本当にありがとうございます、心から。Solidarity forever, for the union makes us strong. Solidarity forever, for the union makes us strong. 